the electric vibrations is that um, doTERRA essential oils, every single essential oil has its own vibration. So they work really well naturally with our body to help us on a vibrational level. So that's what we're going to go over today. So, um, and my name, can I introduce myself? I can't remember. My name's Becky, and um, I've been with doTERRA for um, roughly, for almost four years now, and um, I just recently got certified as a master herbalist, and um, my story in a nutshell is um, I met Sarah at a dog pet event, and my tent blew over on her tent. That's um, Sarah's the one that's been talking earlier, if you don't know her. And um, she helped me restore my tent, and um, I ended up going to essential oils for pets with her. And I was just like totally being an herbalist with I had I was extracted extracting herbs and vodka and I had jars everywhere and I, I saw how powerful these little teeny tiny bottles were it's like a herbalist chemistry kit and I just went crazy over it so that's why I'm here today um, I love oils and I'm amazed at uh, what they can do so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop off and pop my powerpoint up and we'll get to talking about chakras and essential oils so I'm going to do that right now let me get this going here so where's my PowerPoint? I'm gonna share my screen. Okay, can you guys see that? And I'm gonna maximize it. And well, I'm having a little trouble here. Sorry guys, give me just a second. I need to do the slideshow. Okay. Well, I'm having trouble getting the slideshow on. Okay, here we go. Can you guys see that? Awesome. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about how to balance your chakras with essential oils. And um, first of all, welcome everyone. I'm so happy you're here. And I absolutely love supporting people who are motivated to naturally improve their lives with essential oils. And in today's class, we're going to discuss um, why doTERRA, what is a chakra, and you'll get an explanation of each chakra followed by essential oils and ways that those oils will support each of your chakras. And a couple of things for, or a few things for you guys to think about is, um, number one, what stresses you out the most? Think about that. And, um, well, I'm pretty sure everyone here has tried aromatherapy, so we could probably cross that, that question off. And then, um, what comes to mind when you think of meditation, when you think about meditation, what comes to mind then? And, um, just kind of like, be thinking about that stuff in the background, and we're going to, um, move on and discuss more about essential oils and um whoops there we go okay so um why doTERRA so one of the reasons i chose doTERRA is because of their co-impact sourcing doTERRA sources its oils from all over the world and each oil is derived um, from its indigenous environment and that makes the oils very powerful because when they're grown and they're harvested in the proper altitude climate seasons and soil um, you get the, the power of the plant at its most potent at the most potent source you get a far superior product and that's just the beginning of where doTERRA's commitment to purity begins 
And then the second main reason is that the oils are CPD, CPTG certified pure therapeutic grade. And that's really important because what that means is it means there's every oil has zero fillers, zero synthetics, no dyes, no pesticides, no contaminants of any kind. They're just pure unadulterated oils grown by experienced farmers in their indigenous lands. And then they're harvested at the time when the oil, the uh, constituents of the oil are the most powerful. And doTERRA created this standard as a promise to purity, and each and every batch is third-party tested so that you can be confident of that purity and also of the potency. And I also love how doTERRA makes a positive impact in the world. They have the Healing Hands Foundation, and that's a nonprofit organization committed to improving lives through partnering. They partner with organizations and offer hope to millions of people around the world. They, they bring hope to the world. They help people live their lives free of disease and poverty and um, help give them the tools they need to be self-reliant. And um, that's another one of the reasons that I love doTERRA. Um, they have a, uh, a post-convention tour coming up. And I remember when I went to my first post-convention tour and saw what the Healing Hands Foundation was doing, oh man, it is just totally amazing. So in, an, in addition to supplying the highest quality essential oils, they make a positive difference in the lives of the farmers. And I just think that's truly amazing. So um, just in case not everyone here is fully aware of how to use oils, we're going to um, just brush through this really quick. There's three ways to use essential oils. And the first way is topically. So um, what happens is when you apply the oils to areas of the body that need support, they reach the bloodstream within 20 seconds and then are distributed throughout the body within 20 minutes. And it's always best to dilute the oils in fractionated coconut coconut oil to avoid skin sensitivity if you've never tried an oil before. And then there's hot oils that, you sh that almost everybody always needs to dilute. And then you should always dilute for children. And the bottoms of your feet are a great place to apply the oils because your feet are the most porous section of the skin and um, it allows the oils to absorb much more quickly. And then you can also apply the oils like on the back of your neck, along the spine, or at the different like pulse points where you would apply perfume. And then uh, the second way to use essential oils is aromatically. And um, just put a drop in your hand, um, rub your hands together, cup your palms to your face and inhale. That's one way it's like, wow, you get all those oils really fast. Um, you can also diffuse and um, we recommend using um, a cold mist, a cool mist diffuser. Don't use the little like candle things that heat the oils because heating damages the constituents in the oils and they won't um, make as much of a difference of you um, for you health-wise that way. And then the third way to use essential oils is internally. And doTERRA is the only brand of essential oil that I would recommend using internally. So please, don't assume that it's okay to use any kind of essential oil internal, internally because the purity of the product varies greatly. Um, doTERRA has on their uh, bottles, if the oil is safe for uh, internal use, there's a, an FDA nutrient facts label on there. So only ingest oils if you see that FDA nutrient fact. It looks just like what's on the side of a Coke can or a box of cereal. 
um, that's an easy way to tell if an oil is safe for internal use. So next, we're gonna talk about chakras. So what is a chakra? So um, the feelings that we can't always explain, that's a good place to start with understanding the chakras. For instance, um, the moment when your stomach feels like filled with butterflies, or when you feel all choked up, or when nothing comes out of your mouth, or when the excitement you feel just pounds in your chest. These are all experiences of your energy centers, your chakras. So um, to kind of think a little bit more about chakras, think about those times in your life when you felt like the first moment you held your child. How did you feel then? Your chakras were going nuts. And um, seeing your parents still holding hands while they're walking down the street. Your first kiss, that's a good one. Um, or standing up in, in front of an audience or a group of people for the first time. That's a good one, too. So some things to kind of think about in your mind are, like, what are some situations where you've had one of these experiences? And how, where did you feel that in your body? And describe the feeling and where it was located. And that kind of helps give you an idea of how your energy centers are working. So what exactly are the chakras? So chakras are concentrations of energy and or nerve plexus in a particular area of your body. And they strongly influence the emotions and the physical health of your body. Um, the idea that the body is comprised of both energy form and physical form has been around for over 5,000 years. So if you look back at the ancient symbol of the Codicus, you see the importance that the study of health initially took into consideration both the physical and the energetic body. So there are seven main chakras, and they run along the central axis of the body, kind of like along the spine. And they run from the root of the spine um, which is like your tailbone, up through the crown of your head. And the chakras are sometimes referred to as lotus flowers because they kind of open and close like flowers. Like a good example would be, have you ever like um, been in a group of people where you didn't know anyone and you sat down beside someone and you just didn't like feel a good vibe with them and you just kind of felt like you went and like sucked up within yourself? So that you actually, if that happened to you, you felt your chakras closing. That's a good example. Or maybe you meet someone for the first time and then you just feel like you've known them forever and you just feel really open with them. And, um, you know, you can move and sit real, you know, be in a, close to them and it doesn't bother you at all. So that's your chakras being open. So um, what happens is, though, when your chakra, when chakra is closed, the energy cannot travel through that chakra. So um, another way to think about that is like with acupuncture, you know how the needles move the, the chi around? In, um, with acupuncture, the body has like a bunch of little mini chakras all over and those close up and that's how the acupuncture moves the energy through your body. But um, anyways, back to when a chakra is closed, energy cannot travel through that chakra. And so when that happens, these are the days when you feel complacent or grumpy and maybe you don't know why. And that blocked energy can lead both to physical and emotional problems. And like physical problems could be like pain or stiffness or feeling sluggish, uh, things like that. If a chakra becomes out of balance and uses too much energy, your organs end up overworked and your emotions get overheated really, really quickly. So if a chakra is blocked or deficient, the chakra creates deficient organs and like lackluster emotions. 
for example, if an energy center associated with our feelings of self-worth or maybe personal power, if those are in excess, then it might affect the energy center of our heart or our ability to find love. If, if it's not in balance, it will pull energy from some of the other areas. So what we're gonna do next is we're gonna go over the basics of each chakra to help you understand them more and then cover which oils will help keep your chakras in balance. So there's a couple of things for you guys to be thinking about now. Um, number one, can you kind of like, from what we've been talking about so far, think of maybe which of your chakras might be out of balance and why? Most people, when they come to the awareness that a chakra is out of balance, they can usually pinpoint one of the big reasons why. And then do you have any physical or emotional symptoms that might be associated with that and why? So um, the root chakra, so the root chakra is located at the base of your spine and it grounds us into the physical world. It's um, our center of survival and self-preservation. Um, it's associated like the body parts would be the spine, the legs, the feet, the colon, and your adrenal glands, which are your centers of um, like fight or flight reaction. And um, so the body functions that are associated with the root chakra are cell production, your digestive system. The physical element is earth. Um, root chakra grounds you to the earth. And then the color of that chakra is red. So, and then we have the, the chart up here that kind of shows you what um, the ex excessive characteristics are. So if your chakra, if your root chakra is way too open, then you, you might spend too much, have a hard time changing, um, slow movements, heaviness, overeating, hoarding, um, that kind of thing. If you are deficient, then um, which means your chakra is more closed, your root chakra, then you'll have the, the symptoms on the other side. So just kind of like look at that and see if you um, feel any of those resonating with what's going on with you. Um, if your root chakra is balanced, what does that look like? So someone with a balanced root chakra, they would be very grounded, they'd have good physical health, they'd feel comfortable in their bodies, and they'd have a sense of safety and security and be like that stable person, that, um, you know, the one that you can always count on, just really stable. Um, they would be doing the kind of work they like. They'd um, be prosperous. They'd be able to be quiet and still at times, and they tend to be really good at being present in the moment. So a few things to think about with your root chakra is, like, do you feel grounded? Um, do you avoid the feeling of being in your own, own body? Are you comfortable with your body? Um, do you avoid or do you have trouble um, dealing with things at work or home or finances? And um, do you maybe preoccupy your body with work, material, comfort, eating, or security? And those are just some things to think about with the root chakra. So the supporting oils for the root chakra are um, balance will help you be more centered. Basil is like the, your core support for your root chakra. Frankincense will help you have a really good connection with yourself. Myrrh helps you connect to the earth. Patchouli is really good to ground you. And vetiver is calming and centering. So um, to use these oils, what you would do is um, you would dilute them 
Um, we usually recommend starting out with like one drop of essential oil to three drops of carrier or, or we can show you how to make roller balls if you don't know how to do that. But dilute is necessary and then you apply them to the bottoms of your feet or at the base of your spine. And that will help draw the energy down and balance you out with those oils. Another thing you could do is um, if you're feeling ungrounded, a really good thing to do is diffuse two to three drops of frankincense and balance together. Whoops, press the wrong button there. I don't know what is going on here. Sorry about that, guys. Okay, the next chakra is the sacral chakra. And your sacral chakra is located in your lower abdominal area. It's kind of centered between your belly button and uh, your pelvis. It's like between the pelvis and the belly button. And it represents your life vitality, self-gratification, and passion. And then the body parts associated with your sacral chakra are, with, are your sacral vertebrae and your reproductive organs. And the body functions that are associated with your sacral chakra are your circulation, your urinary function, and your reproductive system. And the color for that is orange. So um, another thing, when I'm telling you guys all the colors, and it will be on your cheat sheet too, so you can experiment, like when your chakras are feeling out of balance, use the right oils, and then try wearing the color that um, helps if you feel like you're not grounded, wear a more grounding color. Um, if you're feeling, um, you know, not so, like you don't have so much vitality, try wearing a little bit of orange, that kind of thing. And, and the color helps a lot too. So then um, for the sacral chakra, we have like symptoms of your chakra being too open, which are the excessive characteristics. And then um, if your chakra is too closed, then you have the deficient, uh, deficient characteristics. So, and that's the sacral chakra. And then um, just kind of take a look at that chart and see if you maybe feel like any of those things going on with you. And um, for someone with a balanced sacral chakra, a uh, person with a balanced sacral chakra would be have graceful movements. They would be um, embrace change easily. They'd have emotional intelligence. They'd be very nurturing to themselves and others. They'd have healthy boundaries. They'd um, be able to enjoy pleasure and sexual satisfaction. So um, some things to think about with um, your sacral chakra, some questions to ask yourself, like do you make room for pleasure in your life? Do you have a deep connection to your own needs? Or are you the person that's always overextending extending yourself to help others? Can you experience the sacredness of sexuality? Is your behavior appropriate or inappropriate? Do you respect the beliefs and, beliefs and boundaries of yourself and others. So if you feel like you're having a little trouble with your sacral chakra, these are the oils that uh, will help you. So, um, and this is like a basic list of oils. So you can like mix and match as you need. I have a couple um, of recipes here. Um, so to support the sacral chakra topically, there's a really good roller blend that you can put in a 10 mil bottle. And I'll send you guys all the um, PDF of this so you'll have these recipes too. But for the roller blend bottle, um, it's a 10 mil bottle and you put in four to six drops of juniper, two to five drops of melaleuca, 
one to two drops of Lang Lang and top it off with fractionated coconut oil. And what's interesting about this is um, this uh, supports your sacral chakra, but at the same time, it's really good for someone that has been having challenges with UTIs and things like that. And that's so that's kind of an example of how the energy of the body and the chakras expresses itself physically. And you see that a lot in the different chakras. And, and we'll go through some more of that later. And then um, some really good diffuser recipes for your chakras, uh, for your sacral chakra is um, like three drops of wild orange, one drop of Lang Lang, and one drop of bergamot, or three drops of juniper berry, um, and four drops of bergamot. And um, just diffuse those, and those will help balance out your sacral chakra. So some questions to ask yourself if you're not sure if you're, you're in good shape with your sacral chakra. Um, do you feel that your chakra is balanced or out of balance, and why? Um, maybe look at that list again. And then um, what physical or, and or emotional sensations do you experience? And um, which of these oils resonate with you? And there might be another oil helpful for you too. Um, a lot of times if you um, start working with the oils and something just really smells good and stands out, it's because your body's craving it. And I would always add that in too. So the next chakra we're going to talk about is your solar plexus. And this um, chakra is just above your navel center and it's your power center. It's your body's powerhouse. The solar plexus chakra represents our willpower, our motivation, our get up and go, action, vitality, and our sense of personal power. So the anatomy associated with your solar plexus chakra are your pancreas, liver, spleen, stomach, and your lower back muscles. And then the body functions are metabolism and digestion. The physical element is fire and the color is yellow. So um, again, we have the lists of if your chakra is way too open, you'll have the excessive characteristics. If your chakra is kind of closed up a little, you'll have the deficient characteristics. Oh, and before I go any further too, like um, it's totally normal for your chakras to open and close at different times throughout the day because what your chakras are actually is how the energy of your body interacts with the energy of your environment. So now that you, um, are kind of going through and understanding what's going on with the chakras going through this class, just start paying attention in your day-to-day -day life and you'll start noticing it's like, oh, my chakra's open. Oh, I felt that one close. It's really funny when you start paying attention to it. But um, the opening and the closing, you know, on and off throughout the day, it's that, that's totally normal. No one's chakras ever stay open all the time or closed all the time. They're always fluctuating because that's how you become stable and maintain stability in your environment. So anyways, um, so balanced solar plexus, what does that look like? So someone with a balanced solar plexus will be responsible and reliable. They'll have good self-discipline. They'll have a positive sense of self. They'll be confident, warm, and energetic. Um, they'll be spontaneous, playful, humorous, and they'll be able to take some risks. So um, some questions to ask yourself when you're thinking about the solar plexus chakra. Like, is your sense of self consistent and strong? Can you stand your ground when you're challenged? Are you comfortable being different from others? Are you true to your individuality 
in the face of peer pressure or do you feel the need to conform? The supporting oils for the solar plexus um, are listed here. And um, another thing that really helps with your solar plexus is internally to take one to two DDR dry, DDR prime soft gels daily. They have a lot of um, the oils that are good for the solar plexus is in that, um, in the soft gels. So that's really cool. That's a really easy way to help your powerhouse, your power center. Aromatically, um, if you want to diffuse like five drops of lime and three drops of coriander, that's a really good one. Or like three drops of lime and three drops of citrus bliss, that's, that's really good. Like, I like that one for work because it's like creativity with zest for life. It smells, and it smells really, really good too. And then you can just mix and match with whatever you feel like you need. Um, topically, um, we recommend diluting oregano always and putting it on the bottom of your feet. And that's good so you don't like become too attached to outcomes and it makes it easier to take risks and um, helps keep you going that way. And um, I have a really cool recipe here for uh, do-it-yourself do ginger lime foot scrub, which, um, what you, and I'll, like I said earlier, I'll send you guys a copy of this too. What you need for this is um, a quarter cup brown sugar, quarter cup of regular sugar, half a cup of fractionated coconut oil, and then just 10 drops of uh, lime essential oil and 10 drops of ginger. And um, if you want to make it even um, more exfoliating, use turbinado sugar because that's a really large grain sugar and that helps with like deep exfoliation. Um, but if you don't have turbinado sugar, you can use like all brown sugar or white sugar instead for the sugar part. And then so you just combine all those and stir it until it's well combined and store it in an airtight container and then um, just use it on your hands and your feet as a exfoliating scrub. It works really, really well. So um, in thinking about the solar plexus, some good questions to ask yourself for that is, do you feel your solar plexus is out of balance after we talked about, you know, all this going on? And um, what physical and or emotional sensations do you experience? And can you see yourself, maybe any of these oils on this list helping you feel better? And then maybe, um, is there an oil that you, you go to and you're feeling not so powerful that's your go-to oil? Is it different than these or are you already picking some of these to help you with that? So that's something to think about for the solar plexus. The next uh, chakra is the heart chakra. And that one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's located in the center of your chest and it represents self-acceptance and loving. The body parts associated are the thymus and the lymph glands, the heart, the rib cage, lung, lungs, skin, arms, and hands. Body functions are circulation and immune system. The physical element is air and the color is green. So um, the chart here, um, it, it's the same as the other ones. It tells you what um, the excessive characteristics is if your heart chakra is too open, deficient characteristics um, if it's a little bit too closed up. And um, do you notice any of those in, in you either direction? Um, just kind of like think about that a little bit. And then... So what does a balanced heart chakra look like? So someone with a balanced heart chakra is gonna be very caring, compassionate, empathetic, 
accepting, self-loving, they're peaceful, and they're centered, and they're, connect, they're content. So um, some more questions to ask yourself. Are you really communicating from the heart? Do you love your, your body no matter what size or form? That's self-love. Do you listen to your body and give it what it needs? For example, rest, relaxation, feeding yourself nutritious foods and those kind of things. Do you have a spiritual practice or a religious practice or maybe meditation or prayer of some sort? And do you allow yourself to love and be loved? And those are all things that are associated with our heart chakra. The oils that support our heart chakra is um, a wonderful one, is elevation, the joyful blend. Lemon is cleansing, thyme forgiving. Geranium is the oil of love and trust. Melaleuca releases boundaries. And peppermint, um, they have it on here as buoyant heart. It's like a heart happy. It just is a feel-good oil. And um, some, good, some fun diffuser recipes. Um, here's a, a cute one. It's called Let the Good Times Roll, and times is spelled T-H-Y-M-E-S. And um, what you do is you blend two drops of uh, thyme with four drops of lemon. The Joyful Heart Diffuser Blend is three drops of elevation with five drops lemon. And then if you want to help your heart chakra topically, you can apply two drops of doTERRA's peppermint essential oil over your chest and then layer with two drops of elevation. And that gives um, the, uh, the peppermint is, gives you the buoyant heart. And then the elevation um, gives you even more energy and pick me up to go with that uh, peppermint. And it's a really good feel good blend. And then some questions to ask yourself when you're thinking about your heart chakra. Um, so what physical or maybe emotional sensations do you experience? Do you think that maybe you experience uh, these emotions more than others or less than others, or maybe the same? And um, which of these oils you think it might help you, or maybe maybe you're already using some of them, or maybe um, you have another go-to oil that's not on the list that helps you with these things we've been talking about for the shark, the heart chakra. And if you have any other um, go-to oils um, and want to share with the group, just put it in the chat box. It would be really fun to talk about that. And then the next chakra is the throat chakra. So your throat chakra is located within your throat and it represents our self-expression and our communication. And the body parts associated with the um, throat chakra are the thyroid, the parathyroid, esophagus, neck, shoulders, arms, and hands. Um, body functions is hearing, physical element is ether, and the color is blue or turquoise. And then we have excessive characteristics for if your throat chakra is too open, deficient characteristics um, for if your throat chakra is too closed. So you kind of kind of look at those and see if you feel anything resonating with you there. And then, um, so what does a balanced throat chakra look like? So someone with a balanced throat chakra will have a resonant and full voice. They'll have clear communication with others. They'll have a good communication with themselves. They'll have good self-talk. They'll be a good listener. They'll have a really good sense of timing and rhythm. 
they'll live their lives creatively. And so those are some things you would see with someone with a good and balanced throat chakra. So some questions to ask yourself when you're thinking about the throat chakra. Do you speak your truth? Are you a good listener? Are you conscious of what you are saying to yourself and others? Like, do you think before you talk or just let it rip? Um, do you have trouble keeping secrets? And then do you know when not to say something, when it's better to just hold back and not, not say anything? So the supporting oils for your throat chakra um, our basil is renewing, black pepper is releasing, cilantro releasing control, ginger is for empowerment, frankincense encourages truth, and lavender is for communication. So um, internally, if you want to use uh, ginger internally for empowerment, just add a drop of ginger oil to your green tea or your favorite tea and drink it twice a day and it'll help you with empowerment. Aromatically, um, for rest and relaxation, if you're having trouble with your throat chakra, you can uh, diffuse like six drops of lavender and four drops of um, eucalyptus, and that'll help relax and give you rest and help make you a better communicator. So then some things to think about with your throat chakra is, and some questions to ask yourself are like, um, do you have any physical or emotional sensations you experience? Um, one that happens to me a lot is, um, you know, I want to say something, but I hold back and I really feel it like my, my whole throat like tightens right up. And then that's something that happens to me a lot. And yes, get all choked up kind of thing. And then that probably happens to a lot of people. And then um, which of these oils can you see using for yourself? that um, resonate with you. And then maybe there's some other oils that are your go-to when you feel some of these things that you use that aren't even listed. And that's good too. So the next chakra is the third eye chakra, our psychic center. And that's located in the center of the forehead. And it re represents self-reflection and knowing. The anatomy associated with the third eye chakra are your Pituitary, brand, pituitary gland, your left brain hemisphere, left eye, nose, ears, sinuses, and your subconscious mind. So um, take a look at this chart. If your third eye is um, way too open, then you'll have the excessive characteristics. If it's a little closed up, then you'll have some of the deficient characteristics and kind of see what resonates with you there. So someone with a balanced chakra what does that look like so a balanced third eye chakra would be someone with strong intu intuition they would have really good insight um, creative imagination good memory good dream recall they'd be able to visualize very well and they would have a good guiding vision for their life so some questions to ask yourself concerning your third eye would be like do you have trouble focusing do you have difficulty telling the difference between what is real and what's not real? Do you have trouble looking at things a little differently, um, seeing like things from another angle? And do you have trouble visualizing a plan? And those are some things to think about that involve your third eye. And then um, the oils for the third eye. 
and um, one of my favorite is Melissa. It dispels darkness. But the other thing, and I learned this when I um, did a Symphony of the Cells with Boyd Truman, is he recommended trying one drop of Melissa every day. And um, he said that it would make you know what to do and get you to do it. So I, I ordered some right then and there and tried it. And it is a, it is a very good um, motivational and um, it helps you see the big picture kind of oil. And I'm, I still take it. I really like that. So that, and that's Melissa. And then lemon is for focus and uplifting. Rosemary is for knowledge. And it's really good for if you like get a headache in that frontal area. For me, rosemary really helps that too. It's like a pain in the third eye or something. I don't know, but it, rosemary is really good for that. And then sandalwood is divine devotion, clary sage for vision and clarity, and juniper berry for wholeness. And then um, to use these oils to help your third eye chakra, we recommend diluting at least one to three at first until you're used to what the oil is going to do on your skin. And um, just um, apply on along your forehead, like along your um, hair, upper hairline on your forehead is a really good place for those to work really fast. And then um, some questions to ask yourself about um, your third eye chakra is um, like, do you feel like it's out of, out of balance and, and why? Uh, do you have a hard time, you know, making plans and things like that? And, um, and then do you see any of these oils maybe helping you with that? Or maybe you have another, another go-to that you use for when you're in these kind of situations. And that's really good too. So then the crown chakra, the crown chakra is located at the top of your head. And it re represents your self-knowledge, your self-will, and um, your divine connection. The body parts associated with the crown chakra are your pineal gland, your pituitary gland, cerebral cortex, cerebrum, right eye, and right brain hemisphere. And then the body functions are central nervous system, subconscious mind, and large muscle control. The physical element is thought, and the color is violet. So then again, on this chart, um, if your crown is too open, then you'll have the excessive characteristics. And if it's a little bit closed up, you'll have the deficient characteristics. So and kind of look at those and see what resonates with you. And then um, what does someone with a balanced crown chakra look like? So someone with a balanced crown chakra, they'll have a really good spiritual connection. They'll have wisdom and mastery. They'll have intelligence and present, uh, good presence. And they'll be open-minded and um, they're, they question things. They're, they have the ability to question things. And they can easily assimilate and analyze information. So then some questions to ask yourself about the crown chakra is like, do you overthink things? Do you have a hard time turning your brain off at night? Are you closed-minded or open-minded? Or maybe somewhere in between? Are you rigid in your belief systems? Are you not really sure what you believe? Um, do you feel disconnected from spirituality or do you feel very connected? 
So then the supporting oils for this, the crown chakra. And then a lot of times like the third eye and the crown, um, a lot of um, colors and crystals and oils and stuff work really well for both of those. But um, so for the um, crown chakra, Melissa brings in the light. Purify is for purification. Frankincense is your connection to the divine. Sandalwood is sacred devotion. Zendocrine is good for transition. And then wintergreen for surrender. And then for um, your crown chakra, do you feel like your crown chakra is balanced or not? And do you feel any physical or emotional sensations when we talked about the crown chakra? And do any of these oils resonate with you for maybe helping you with what's going on? So um, a few notes on how to use the oils to balance your chakras. Um, number one, make sure your oils are pure and not synthetic. Thanks, doTERRA, for that. We know we've got good ones there. And then you also have to have a very strong desire to release negative energies. And you don't have to take a long time to apply, but concentrate and kind of focus when you're working with the oils. The more emotional and energetically you are when you're doing this, the better your results will be. And it's always best to start from your root chakra and work your way up towards the crown chakra when you're picking and choosing the oils to work on yourself. And make it a point to think high vibrational, loving, and grateful thoughts and say kind things about yourself and others. And make the process of healing your chakras special and intentional and sacred. Have like make a little routine for it. And take a moment and really think about it and feel which chakra is out of balance. And then um, there are some things that you can do um, on a daily basis that are supportive habits for keeping your balance, balancing your chakras and keeping them balanced. And um, one is to pray or meditate. Another one that's really kind of fun and cool is to make sure you eat a rainbow assortment of healthy organic plant foods and make sure you eat one of each color of each chakra every day and drink enough pure water, get enough sleep, exercise and or practice yoga and let go of negative and non-productive emotions. Make sure you get a little bit of fresh air and sunshine every day. Use your essential oils, use chemical free products, listen to high vibrational music and um, gemstones and crystals. They're amazing to help work with oils and chakras. Um, gemstones and crystals are charged with unique, powerful energy. Just like I was saying earlier that essential oils have a vibration, crystals have their own vibration too. For, um, for example, a quartz crystal um, has such an amazing vibration that um, when the radio was first invented, guess what they used to pick up on um, the radio signals? Quartz crystal in those old-timey radios. And all crystals have their own, their own vibration. And then um, another thing to think about is remember the power of color, even in your daily routines. If you feel a little out of balance in one of your chakras, try wearing something of that color. Even if it's just a scarf, it'll make a difference. So if you're anything like me, you're pretty excited about what you learned about the chakras. And um, chakras... You know, learning about the chakras and energy work and um, then doTERRA essential oils, um, the combination of those just totally changed my life. And um, 
you know, I'm sure you're excited about trying the different oils with your chakras and um, maybe you're new to oils. I don't know if everyone has oils that's on here or not. I see we have 15 people on here. So I'm just going to go through a little bit about this just um, in case there's some people on here that don't know what's going on with doTERRA. Um, so in doTERRA, we found that people usually fall under a few different categories. So let's, I'll just go through this, you know, explain this to you and we'll see what category you fall into. Our first category is people who just want to use the oils to make personal lifestyle changes. For example, if you simply want to support you and your family's health naturally, energetically, and if so, you're going to want to use the Loyalty Rewards Program and get the deepest discount on your products. And um, you can really get the education you need with our group. We, we are really up on the education and helping people. And then if you're in that category, please let us know and we'll be happy to support you. Just um, reach out to the person that invited you if you have questions about anything or any of us, we'll be happy to help you. And then um, the second category people, and maybe you're this person, you've been sitting in the class and you're thinking to yourself, man, I know so many people who are also looking to support their health naturally. They're looking for this and I'd love to be able to share the oils and information with them. And then if this is you, not only can you share, but you can actually share and learn how to earn and get your products for free. So think about if you're in this category or not. And then the last category of people is people like me. People that started using the oils, fell in love with the oils, saw the difference that the oils made in people's lives and in their lives and in my life. And um, just like everyone else, we have goals, you know, we want to create financial freedom, but yet we want to empower other people and really make a difference while we do that. And maybe you, like me, are thinking, hey, what if I could combine this passion I have with the ability to suppl supplement or maybe even someday replace my income? I want to learn about that. And that, that's, well, that was me. That's why I'm here today. I'm here for me and I'm here for you. And um, if you're this person, um, you know, just get with one of us after the class and we can talk to you about some important, really amazing programs we have to help you get started with essential oils. And then the other thing I wanted to show you guys too um, is um, we have some amazing promotions this month. And, um, and this, um, with a $200 PV, you get like a ton of free oils. And um, this, so anytime during October, um, all you have to do is place a 200 PV order, and this is what you'll get free. You'll get a 15 mil bottle of Capiba, Capiba soft gels, and a five mil yellow mandarin for free. And that is an amazing deal. So, and Capiba is one of my favorite oils. I go through this like crazy. My husband uses it too. But um, it's similar to black pepper, and it helps soothe anxious feelings, and when take taken internally, supports a healthy immune and cardiovascular system. Um, and it's also very, very high in can cannabinoids and in the cannabinoids that work a little, some scientists think work a little better than the cannab cannabinoids in some of the hemp products. So, and um, that will be, I have a whole nother class coming up on that, so we'll go over that later. And um, then the Capiba soft gels, they provide a daily dose of the Capiba essential oil, only it's in an easy to swallow soft gel. And that's, I use that a lot, it's just easier. And then um, 
when you take Kapiva internally, it helps support your nervous system, your cardiovascular system, immune system, digestive system, and your respiratory system. And then the yellow mandarin, it's really good as like a skin cleanser and a toner. If you like to make your own facial products, or I like to add essential oils into some of my favorites. And then um, this month's product of the month is clementine. And clementine, it's a natural hybrid of the mandarin and the sweet orange. And it's an essential oil, it's cold pressed. It's cold pressed from the peel of the fruit like the other citrus oils. And it's rich in the cleansing chemical component limonene, but it's sweetier and zest, zestier than most of the citrus oils. So um, clementine has been shown it to boost the immune system, support metabolic function, and support your gastrointestinal health. So it can also help relieve occasional heartburn and indigestion. And it also helps your respiratory function. And um, if you put it in the diffuser, the aromatic benefits include in elevating your mood and helping provide positive emotions. And then, I already talked about the clementine. And um, so again, that was um, anytime during October. You don't have to do it before the 15th, but anytime in October, you can take advantage of this special. And, um, oh, the product, uh, the 20% um, off product is Roman chamomile. And um, Roman chamomile is like a top relaxer. And um, this Roman chamomile is also safe for internal use. And it's a real quick and easy way to make very potent chamomile tea if you need chamomile tea for relaxing at night. Um, the chamomile plant has been nicknamed the plant's physician because of all of the positive effects it had on the plants growing nearby. Uh, Roman uh, chamomile also can be used in like face creams, hair dyes, and shampoos and perfumes, but it, it's mo mostly known for its calming effect on the skin, mind, and body. So, um, and that's more on Roman chamomile. And then um, that's all I had for tonight. I hope I, hope I uh, gave you guys some useful information. I guess we can go ahead and I need to look in the chat box for questions or something. Awesome job, Becky. That was great. I don't know about everyone else, but does anyone else feel like all their chakras are out of whack? Because I do now. <laughs> I did record this webinar, so whoever invited you, um, if you want a recording of it, Becky, I do have a recording I can send to you and you can That's make sure awesome. everyone gets it. And I'm still waiting for a couple more people. If you want to type in your email address into the chat or just let whoever um, invited you know that you want this and they'll make sure that you, that you get this information too I do have a couple people um, and one thing I do actually have a couple questions I was writing down my notepad so it might help um, answer some of other people's questions as well I noticed a lot of the same oils were used in a lot of the different chakras which is nice you don't have to have so many different oils yeah that's um you know, I'll tell you a quick little story that's like a herbalist um, thing when I went to school for um, my master herbalist, um, they call it simpling. And um, it's um, because a lot of times if you do your research and look at everything just right, you can find that one magic oil that covers like almost all of the things you're looking to take care of. So, um, and that's something that um, is really fun to do. And you can, if you have a modern essentials book or a modern essentials app, you can just kind of like make a list 
I do it like with a little column on paper or a spreadsheet or something, make a list of what's going on and make a list of what oils help that. And you can usually find like one or two that take care of almost everything for you. And that's a really good, efficient way to do it. Awesome. And then I do have a couple other questions. So for each different chakra, there's chakra, there's seven chakras. Right. So what was the first one again? Um, so if, if you're starting um, from the root, that would be the, where your tailbone is, is the root chakra. Okay. So then you had all those lists of wonderful oils. Now, do you use every single oil or do you just pick a couple oils? So, um, the best thing to do is to kind of sit back and take a look, just like you do like in a wellness consultation, your top three concerns. Start with okay. your top I did see like, okay, if you're trying to release, you're trying to do this. Okay. So then. But, but what's going to happen is it's going to be a lot of times different every day. So um, what you might want to do is maybe like um, not make a bunch of rollerball at first and maybe like try diffusing and um, just like diluting a drop with the carrier as needed and see how it makes you feel. Right, and that's going to answer my next question is, how do you use these? Do you use maybe one of them diffusing? Do you use one topically? Do you take one internally or is it better to add topically? So if you have a root chakra, are you, or probably do that, your heart chakra, or your crown chakra, are you rubbing it directly on the chakras? Yeah, you can do, well, you can do that. Um, I, it depends on how I feel what I do. So I do take the DDR Prime every day because that has a lot of the recommended oils in that. So I'm getting that every day. And um, the EO Mega has a lot of those in it too. So, and I take that too. So I get a lot of those internally. So I don't really, you know, put the drops in my mouth so much. But based on how I feel, I um, will apply. Um, and I usually, um, just depending on how I feel, I put the heart stuff right on my heart. Um, I do the third eye a lot. I usually don't have trouble being grounded and stuff. For me, it's usually, it's my heart, my throat, my third eye. And um, I'm like slathering. And it's different every day depending on how I feel. And sometimes I just go through and I know which ones will help. And then I just see what smells the best to me and follow my inner, inner guidance that way. Awesome. I think that definitely helped. And Kanata also asked, um, she said, it's very informative. Is there any specific protocol that needs to be done to balance your chakras? Um, so I'm guessing if she thinks maybe everything is out instead of just one thing, I think we kind of went through that a little bit. And she says she's new to chakra and energy healing. And I know you were going to send us some stuff. So I'm not sure yeah. if it's in there. Yeah, I'm going to send, I have a really nice like PDF cheat sheet that you can look and um, you'll be able to look at it and see um, make a note like what's open and what's not open. And um, the tricky thing with chakras is it's usually, it varies from day to day because you're, it depends on, you know, if you see that one person and this one goes out of whack, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I would, I would just, when you look at that, you'll, you'll be able to pick the top three and I would focus on the top three first that are bothering you the most. And then um, another thing you can do is there's, um, you can find online, even on YouTube, some really good, like, um, guided chakra meditations. And there's also music that um, resonates with your chakras, too. And they'll play that, and that'll help. And you'll get, like, the scent and the sound. And then you can med meditate and visualize opening your chakras that way. Awesome. And then Dr. April asks, what is your recommendation if you feel you have one or two things in each chakra? overall protocol and applied to the chakra area. I think we're all so very like, okay, we're still in that mindset of what do we got to do? What do we got to do to fix it? Give me, you know, 
hold our hands every step of the way. Kind of like, you know, we know On Guard is really good for boosting up our immune system and just apply that every day, diffuse it, you know, gargle it when you're feeling sick. So is there something all around just to keep us a whole well-rounded person? I would start with the, so here's the trick. So I would start with the ones that bug, the top three that bug me the most and focus on those because what will happen is, according to what the ones that are acting out the most, they'll be drawing or pushing energy to the other ones. So when you start getting those top three in balance, then everything will start balancing a little better. Then you can start tweaking. That's what I would do. All right. On the other side, I'm extremely talkative. So Kanata says she, when she's at work, she knows she's extremely talkative. Should I concentrate on the show? The throat chakra first. Is there a specific order that we should go in? Good oh, so if you feel like you want to talk less at work, then um, the chart I send you will like give you a list of like several oils, so you can match. That's why I wanted to send this to everyone because I know not everyone has every oil. So the chart has like several oils for each situation, so you can match up. And um, I would, yeah, I would try that. And the throat stuff I put right on my throat. Question, is there any way you can share your screen and show that to us for the ones that are on just to have a visual as we're talking about it maybe? Oh, with the PDF? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me pull it up. Let me I think, I think that'd be help. Okay, let me, let's, whoops, okay. This will take me just a second. No problem. Does anybody else wanna throw in their email address? I think I have pretty much everybody's um, and if not, again, we will make sure you get this information. It's being recorded. She's going to send you some great information through your email. And then stay tuned because Carly next month is going to be doing um, another one of these Zoom calls for our oily monthly education on digestive support and cleansing. Carly is on the call. You can wave Carly and say hello. Yes. So she's fantastic. Becky did an amazing job on the chakras. I've learned so much. Like I said, I can't wait to dive in and start applying these oils by myself. I'm, I'm assuming Becky, do they have like a, maybe a rollerball class for chakras? They do. I was going to do, think, I was going to do that like a make and take thing. I was going to, that was going to be like one of my next things to do a live class on. Everyone seems to like the chakra stuff. Yeah. So I pulled up. And I'm going to share it with you now. So, so, um, so it's a two page. Can you guys see this? Yes. Okay. So it's a two page thing. And like the front page, just kind of like, um, goes over kind of like what we went over with. And, um, so what you're going to find is like, there'll be little different recommendations, but they all work. So, um, you'll have like a really good toolbox. Um, to work with. So the front is just like the basics of what we went over. And then the second side, um, goes more into detail and um, with what and then the oils you can use with them and then if you don't have the particular oil here then you can go on the front and there's other oils it tells you and the crystals you can use if you want to do that Does do you want to give us a little explanation just maybe on we'll do the throat chakra oh yeah so so um so if you, uh, so with the throat chakra, so you're going to go, and so the throat chakra will be down here, and it will be overactive. So, um, oh good, almost everybody has oregano, so they recommend oregano for, for that one. And um, if you have any of the crystals, you could carry, like wear um, jewelry with that crystal on it too. 
I also see problems with, so, okay, if you guys are having issues with any of your chakras that seem to be closed, um, so for example, for the throat chakra, problems with the nasal area, teeth, gums, irritated sinuses, jaw pain, TJ, TMJ, disorders of the throat, ears, voice, and neck ailments. That's crazy. So if you're having yes, things going matches, on. It all matches up. Yeah. With your chakra. It's crazy how all of that does. Our body is so incredible. Yeah. So then if you're not, if you're not sure about the chakra thing, you can look through and see what um, physical problems you're having and then match it up that way too. I love that. I think this is going to be great. Thank you so much for sending that, Becky. Yeah, you're welcome. Does anybody else have any questions? Whoops. Did I lose Martha you? Guys? Raising your hand. No, Becky, you're still there. You good? Yeah, uh, I just lost my screen. Okay. I still see your screen on my end. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. I'm going to unmute Blacka. Blacka, you're on the air. I was writing how to use them. Will, she, will you be sending, like, how many oils, drops to what? I was trying to keep everything up and writing everything, and, I, like, the oregano. Like, let's say the oregano. I know I heard something about putting it. Let me see my notes. Yeah, I had notes. Uh, under the feet. Where was it for the feet? Yeah, um... For the root, for the root chakra, so um, some of the oils are good are good multi-purpose oils. Um, some of them will help with a lot of the chakras. So you can like look at what you have and experiment with that. So the oregano on your feet is really good for grounding you. But if you're having problems with your throat chakra being too open too, dilute it. Um, and I would dilute it oregano at least one to three um you know and if you want to make a roller bottle with just one of the oils a good rule of thumb is like um get a 10 mil bottle 30 drops of that one oil and um top it off with fractionated coconut oil or you can just buy it pre-made too in the roller bottle so okay like the one i really like really like is the throat one uh, like basil, cilantro, black pepper, lavender, ginger, Frankenstein. I bought, wrote all those, but how uh -huh. do you use them? Like, let's say I have lavender, I have cilantro, and the basil, I think. So if I could use those three, how, like, oh, so what can, do you put them in your body? Do you put them in the throat? What I would do with those three is I would get a 10 mil roller bottle, and I would put in 10 drops of each of those oils and top it off with fractionated coconut oil and just carry it with me and use it as needed. Okay. That's what yes, I was a little bit confused I, with. Whenever I make the roller bottles is, um, I, my rule of thumb is 30 drops of essential oil and the rest fractionated coconut oil in there. Yeah. And um, so if I have three oils, I would do 10 drops of each. If I only have two oils, I would do 15 drops of each. But you could put like five or six oils in it and just divide it. By so, do so you think using rollers is a lot better? Um, it's a, it's really handy, and um, you don't spill them, and your oils last longer. And the cool thing about essential oils is um, when you dilute them with uh, the fractionated coconut oil, the oils are so powerful that um, you're still getting a really good effect, and they're just getting spread over a larger surface to get into your body more quickly. And if you okay. use fractionated coconut oil, doTERRA has done studies where it actually drives in deeper into your body, giving you more absorption and going into your bloodstream uh, more effectively. 
All right, I have okay, That's what I started getting confused on how to use them. Yeah. No, as long thank as you've you. got loot, there's no wrong way. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Blanca. All right, I'm going to unmute April. She has a question. All right, April, you're on. Wait, you're on now. Okay, no, I'm on. Becky, I have a question for you that um, I have a lot of patients that I see uh -huh. that have gone through a thyroidectomy or they've had ovarian surgery, um, you know, they've lost ovary. So each, the, each of their chakras could be, have affected by a surgical procedure. Right. So the bodies experience trauma. And, you know, I believe that there's still a, a spiritual presence of that gland or organ that's still there. Right. How do you, um, I guess, like, what would your recommendation be? Or how do you view that in terms of chakra, um, gemstones, oils? Like, do you believe that you are still treating the organ or the gland? You know, like people have had their pain, their, um, their, what am I saying? I'm, hello, I'm drawing a blank here. They've had their gallbladder removed. They've had thyroid removed. They've had ovary removed, all those things. Do you, do you think that you treat that chakra like it's still there? Like you're honoring that organ, but actually it was a diseased organ that they took out. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, that's a good one. Well, um, for something like that, the first thing that I would look at is what the person's experience, because I think it's going to be different from person to person on how you know, how their internal makeup is and their physical makeup on how they accept that. So I would um, gear the protocol towards what um, you intuitively think would make them feel better mm -hmm. first. And then, I mean, obviously, obviously we know it's gone. Then I would start looking at, since it's gone, what's their body missing? And um, I know if it's thyroid, they're probably like taking. Mm -hmm. Well, even, and especially like with mastectomies. For I'm another, sorry. Uh, with breast cancer and mastectomies, oh, that's a big, yeah. big area. So that's the heart. Is that heart chakra? I, I'm sure a lot of that is like not even mostly associated with the body part, but a lot of there's like a lot of probably heart. There's probably a lot of solar plexus. They feel like they lost their power. So I would, you know, focus on the emotions for them. Okay. Yeah. Great question. Thanks. All right. Anybody else? I know we're just getting uh, running low on some time here. Maybe one more question. And you're applying those directly to the chakra area, correct? Or your feet? Um, I like to apply directly to the chakra area. Mm -hmm. Essential oils will migrate through the body, just like, um, you know, any kind of energy healing and Reiki goes, you know, it's intelligent. It, it goes where it needs to. Essential oils are the same way. They're intelligent and they go where they need to go to. And whatever you put on, no matter where you put it on your body, within minutes it's in your bloodstream and circulating all over. So um, the bottom of the feet are excellent especially if the people don't really like the smell i like to recommend the bottoms of the feet and that way they're getting the power of the oils without having to smell something that they're not really fond of 
Mm-hmm. That helps you, answer Blanca's question too. Of yeah, do you, do you use like, do you, I'm sorry, Sharon, do you use like sort of like the map of the feet to apply to the area or do you pretty much just slather it all over the foot? Oh, you can, you can actually, essential oils are very, very, very super powerful when applied to acupuncture and acupressure points. Actually, we're going to be having a class on that, uh, a live class on that in a little bit, probably November of um, applying essential oils to acupuncture and acupressure points for emotion. It's really powerful for emotional release because chi, um, it's a long story, but um, chi is really a sen- um, more like emotional energy than physical energy they found. And a lot of times, um, there was a big study done by, um, Desiree Mangendog. She's the one that uh, created the class we're going to be giving in a little bit here. And, um, what she found was applying the essential oils to the different acupuncture points on the body was more powerful and lasted longer than even using acupuncture needles. But in her study, she also found that the majority of people's physical ailments were actually either caused by or exasperated by emotional situations, which um, releasing the chi with the essential oils or acupuncture helps, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thank you, Becky. Any last words, Becky, for us? Um, no, I guess what I'll do is I will, should I send copies to like you and Carly and then you guys will be in out or how do you do that? Whatever. I'll send you the copy of everyone who sent it to me and then we can talk about it. All right. So I'll get you guys all the information and then if you have any questions, just let us know. And if you think of something later, just email us and we'll, we'll get it taken care of for you. Yes. And then, like I said, I also have this recording, you guys. So if you think of, oh my goodness, I think my best friend would love to see this recording and they were still at work or they couldn't make it today. Let us know and we're happy to send this along so that way they can watch it. Okay. All right, guys. And like I said, Carly, what date is your class again? I'm going to unmute you. Yes, I'm going to be doing it. I believe that's the fourth. So Monday, November 4th, Okay. because I was trying to get it as close to the beginning of the month as possible. Um, so if anybody wants to do the cleanse starting in November, they have time before they start eating a lot at the end of the month. <laughs> awesome. And what time will that, um, and what was the class called and what time is it at? It is going to be about cleansing and renewing the body. So it's going to be a lot about uh, detoxing. And I believe I said it was going to be seven central time, which is six mountain time and eight Eastern. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And we will make sure you get all of that info too. And I'm so glad everyone was able to join today. And if that is everything, I think we're good to go, Becky. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Becky. Thanks. Bye.